Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up with new morning mercies. So without further ado, Tori's just going to take it from here. Yes, y'all. Let's do it. The devotional says this. The scary deception of sin is that at the point of sinning, sin doesn't look all that sinful. We lose sight of the sinfulness of sin or the evil of evil. And when we do, we are vulnerable to the seductive lies of temptation. Perhaps this is one of the reasons why there are stories like this in the Bible. Mark 9, 14 through 29. And when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, what are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy. And he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And it has often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can. All things are possible for one who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out. And the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them said he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. In stories like these, God is lovingly confronting us with two things. This shocking evil of evil and the only place where deliverance from it can be found. Examine the graphic descriptions of what evil is doing to this boy. Nothing good ever happens when evil is in control of a person's heart. Sin really is a scary, horrible thing. Evil is ugly and destructive and must never be minimized. You can't just read this story and wonder if evil is so evil after all. This story is meant to put a holy dread in your heart. But it is meant to do more. It is meant to assure you that delivering grace is a reality. No matter how great the sinfulness of sin is, God's grace is greater. No matter how powerful the evil of evil is, God's delivering power is greater. We should fear sin in a moral sense, but not in a defeatist sense. Because of the powerful delivering grace of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you live with this balance? Yeah, this was deep. Yeah. And I feel like it got progressively deeper. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just going to start at the top. 
and say I'm absolutely guilty of like minimizing sin, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's just like, oh, it's not that bad, you know, and you stop seeing sin for being evil and hurting human fruition and it disconnecting you from the Lord. You know what I mean? Like you stop seeing it for what it actually does and how evil begets evil. Mm -hmm. And like, I hate using this analogy, but it's just one of those things where I've always shared that evil will naturally recoil on itself, causing even more evil. And like a terrible picture of that is, is if there's adultery and Torianized nice relationship, which then leads to a divorce, which then leads to Micah growing up in a broken household, which then leads to him seeking for, you know, it's just, it's like, it's this chain yeah. that happens. And sometimes I think our, we can be so blinded to what is actually happening and yeah. the sins that we're actually committing And like, you know, when you see in scripture, when it says that, you know, even if you like lust after a woman in your mind, it's better to pluck your eye out, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where I think we're forgetting how bad it actually is. And that's not to, just like what this devotional said, it's not to give sin power over your life in terms of you need to be like dreadfully in fear of it. Mm -hmm. Because remember there is deliverance through Christ, Yeah, but it's the kind of put some respect on it to just not be those people who I've been in my past where I've just justified it. I've made right. excuses for it or in an impassioned moment. Cause like I'm listening to this devotional and I'm like, yeah, I can recollect pretty much most of the times that I've fallen into sin. I wasn't thinking about sinning. Mm-hmm. I was caught up in a raw emotional moment. Like right. before I would fall into pornography and masturbation, I was like, I wasn't thinking to myself, you know what? Holy Spirit, I'm shut the door. You know yeah. what I mean? I was caught up in a very emotional moment and I'm, I'm starting to minimize the badness of it. Right. And as this devotional went on and you hear the descriptions of what that looks like and you're just like, oh, wow, like this is actually like evil's like not good, you know? Yeah. And it was just a great reminder for us to, you know, pursue the things of God and right. to not just belittle the things that the world is so mm-hmm. quickly normalizing. Yeah. Like, hey, this is normal. It's yeah. okay to do that, you know? Right. Right. And it's actually, it's good if you do that right now. And yeah. and it's like, I think it's just really good for us to all be able to take five seconds before we make a decision mm-hmm. and make sure that we're not being driven by our emotions, but we're, right. be, we're being driven by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and I think it actually starts, like, I don't think you just find yourself in a sinful moment. Like I think it starts way sooner with the decisions that you're making leading up to that thing. Um, I think about, you know, just sin in general, when I've fallen short, it's because I started making smaller decisions earlier in the day or early in the month or whatever that might be. And it led up to this one moment where it's like, oh, now I'm like really falling into sin. But if we're more focused on every action of our day, how can I best be obedient to the Lord? How can I best glorify the Lord? I promise we find ourselves in much less tempting situations of falling into Mm -hmm. sin because we're filled with the Holy Spirit. We're pursuing righteousness. We want our life to look different than the world. And Truly, like if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to a daily devotional podcast. It's like you're wanting to fill your mind with truth. You're Mm -hmm. wanting to walk in a certain way. And so I think that the beautiful thing that this devotional kind of culminated with is, yes, sin and evil is so evil. And what the 
the enemy has done since the beginning of time is minimize it, make you question God's character of why won't he allow you to do that thing? It's not that bad. It's actually nice. It's going to feel good. It's, it's you living in the way you mm-hmm. want to live. But what does Christ say? Christ says, die to yourself, pick up my cross. But y'all, why? Because God's character is good and he is for you. He loves you. He wants you to walk in purpose. He wants you to walk in that abundant life he has for you. And and truly, when we're talking about abundant life, we're talking about a life marked by the fruits of the Spirit, marked by a joy that makes no sense, marked by a peace that is not defined by your circumstances. Like, that's the abundant life we want to walk in, and we can't walk in that if we're chained to sin. And so I think it's really important to remember that, yes, sin is ugly and evil and broken, and we live in such a sinful, evil world. But because of what Jesus did, because his grace is bigger than any of the evil, we get to walk a life that looks different. Like we get to walk a life that leads to our good and bringing God glory. Yeah, there's one more thing I wanted to touch on that kind of stuck out to me is that when the disciples approached Jesus in the house and they're like, hey, why couldn't by, I? By the way, yeah, why couldn't we do that? And yeah. Jesus replies, this kind can only be cast out by prayer. Mm-hmm. Is and I, you know, listen, I'm not a theologian like like this. Like I, I would I would encourage you to study the context of the scripture, but mm-hmm. from what I'm currently feeling in this devotional is that we can't quote unquote better habit ourselves out of certain things. Mm-hmm. There are certain things in life where we can create better habits and that can help us in situations. Yeah. But when it comes to certain things like overcoming sin, mm-hmm. it can only be done by his power. Yeah. And we need to seek him. And so that's why it's like, I love that he's like, you know, you can do things in your own power. Yes. But however, this requires my power. This requires the power of the Lord. Yeah. Holy Spirit to move. Yeah. Want to pray something out? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this reminder, God, that we cannot minimize sin, that we cannot minimize evil, Father, but we can maximize you, your goodness, your grace, Father. As we magnify you, the temptation of sin diminishes, Father, because we want to live in your righteousness. We want to live in a way that honors and glorifies you, Father, but we are so aware of the temptation. So, Father, would you help us? Would your Holy Spirit guide us? Father, would our lives be marked by the fruit of the Spirit? Would others see us but really see you. Would you help us be set apart for your glory today? We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.